right, we are here doing some Missouri House candidate interviews with some Missouri House Democratic candidates. Uh, and these are a couple of repeaters. So if you want to hear some individual in-depth with them, uh, you can go back and scroll through and find their names and you will find their interviews. In fact, for, for one of them, it's their third time. So a true recurring guest on the show. We'll start there with uh, Jenna Roberson or Robertson, however I decide to say it, depending on the podcast, but she will correct me and let me know, uh, is is back with us. Uh, Jenna, how you doing? I'm doing well. It is Robertson. Yeah, I know. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't know you mess with me. People always do. <laughs> Jenna I, Robertson is back. Uh, and Eric Nowicki is back as well uh, with his, I see in the background, the picture of his insane uh, district. <laughs> Yep. yep. It's, it's nice. Nice and big. A lot That's of diversity. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of river. Um, so uh, Eric is back. Jenna Robertson is back. Uh, and we are talking about what what is, it, what is it like out there in these streets, right? What is it like to be running for office right now? Because we're hearing from folks who are a lot of first timers uh, in general. Uh, but, you know, we haven't had this type of conversation. So uh, you guys were joking that you've got some some stories. So what? Uh, let's start with Eric. Uh, Eric, what have you found so far has been surprising about this process, or or just something that stood out to you so far? Um, I think first and foremost the um, the response when you're out there talking to folks. I thought you know St. Charles County is known for being very conservative typically it's a it's a bastion of republicans is what they like to tell the world right um and i think that there is um a lot more people with that are more open-minded um maybe they didn't have choices on the ballot but most people are a lot more receptive to talking to you um not everyone wants to talk about their politics but when i'm talking to folks they are actively talking to you it's overwhelmingly positive i thought it was going to be a lot more um hey you're running as a democrat <laughs> right uh you're get off my lawn yeah and <laughs> and and there are there's been a handful of those those instances but by and large most people are um i think they're looking for change I think they're just kind of fed up with the system. They don't feel like it works for them. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, if the the ruling party has been in power for about 20 years, yeah. and I think you can go back before that when the Democrats were in charge for so long, and I think they just have lost touch with who they actually serve. Um, and I think I'm, I'm hearing that more and more, that people are like, they're, they're not really even, they're just... Republican on the ballot. So they think that they're going to win kind right. of thing. Jenna, what about you? Have you had similar experiences or is it something else that stands out? No, I, I've had very similar uh, experiences as Eric has. I, when I speak to people, a lot of times I will just strike up conversations if I'm not at doors or doing anything specifically geared towards my campaign. And I don't even bring up party affiliations. Um, right now, people like to talk about politics. A lot of people want to talk. They want to be heard. And I just sit there and listen and let them tell me. And then we start discussing policies or like ideas and things like that. And the best thing I get is, man, you should run for office. And I'm like, <laughs> funny story, actually. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, oh, you're a Democrat. I didn't know we had those out here. And, you know, it, it's all of that stuff. But in general, it's it's actually not been terrible. Um, 
you know, we, we have some very dedicated Republicans that there's, there's no flexibility there. Understand um, sure. they're sticking, sticking to their position. I can respect that. Um, but I have found that where I'm really doing well is with the middle ground people and even some more uh, mainstream traditional uh, Republican conservative people. They what are, are you very hearing well from those people. Like why, why are they being, why is it so receptive? The overturning a row was a huge catalyst because uh, there are a lot of pro-choice Republicans. I know more pro-choice Republicans than I do pro-life Republicans. And it's one of those like you don't necessarily talk about. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk about it, but it's out there and you don't really want that choice taken away. Uh, for Winsville, another huge issue has been our challenges to our public education, the book bannings right. of all of those situations. And I've kept it to a principle only of I don't believe in censorship. There are avenues in place for you to make sure your child doesn't have access to, to these books if you don't want it. But you do not get to tell other parents what their children should have access to. And I've left it at that. And people want to get into the weeds on it. And, you know, their children, they don't want them exposed to it. They think they're being sure. hyper or oversexualized. And I completely empathize with that. I really do. Because I remember about 10 months ago, there was also a group of parents that felt that their children were very vulnerable um when it came to COVID and all they asked for were temporary institution of mask policies while we're in a spike they have immunocompromised children uh special needs children who can't be out of school that really need that structure so I think that the chickens coming home to roost on that even though some may not make that connection I'll think it's different you know it's it's like no it's the same thing emotionally know? it's the same right yes even if the, we can Feeling. we can separate the issues and say one of mm -hmm. these was a real disease and one of these is bullshit but, yeah. the, but the feeling that it creates for the person is still a valid feeling. And that's what we have to deal with is, is that part of it. Eric, are you hearing the same type of responses on, is it, is it row and education? Like, is that what people are picking up? Um, yeah, obviously it depends on the person. Um, what's most important to them. Um, and a lot of, you know, my district as we say, is kind of large. Um, so one of the big, Remind us what your district is and just so we kind of have that. So it goes from West Alton and it follows essentially the Mississippi and the Missouri to about where 370 hits 70. And then it's parts of um, Cottleville and St. Peter's all the way to the community college. Sure, so I've nice got a compact of, district. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got, it takes me, if I'm going from, and I live on one end of the district, if I have to go to the opposite end, it takes about 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, and you probably, it's, it's probably fastest to drive through about four other districts. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> if you want to go I, through and I, and I border a lot. Like I border pretty much, I think I border at least like five other districts too, which is, which is unique. But, um, so there's a wide swath of different issues because like Newtown is in my, is not in my district but affects my district. Um, sure. So like property rights and, and water rights and how, cause there's a lot of farmland out there and mm -hmm. how, how you have, the, you have suburban versus rural and how those interact. And that's all across Missouri. When, when you have the suburban population hitting up against the rural population and their farms and developers coming in and, and buying up farmland or whatever and you know, that's just one, one issue on one end. Um, but to Jen's point, yeah, um, education's a big one. I have three school districts in my, in my district. So I've got Orchard Farm, Ford Zumwalt, and um, part of Francis Howell. 
So I've got. Well, it's good that they let Francis Howell be split up into multiple districts. That's probably useful for, <laughs> a, for a massive school district. Yeah. Well, I mean, in St. Charles County, so, so populated, we've got like 420,000 people. Right. So, and it's, you know, we've got like five or six school districts. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different people on school boards. So it's just kind of navigating all that and finding where state government can work with county government, yeah. Uh, yeah. city government, and just do right by the people. Um, Cause at the end of the day, they're the ones that are most affected by what we do in Jefferson city, what we do in St. Charles County and what we do in St. Peter's O'Fallon, Cottleville, uh, West Alton, all of them. So what's been the thing for you guys so far? I'll start, start with Jenna. Um, what's been the thing that you have found, you know, through this process, I wish I had more of fill in the blank, like what the, the one thing that can make the difference you think uh, in these races? I, I think I, I, some people will say money and that might work in certain races, but for the area I'm running in, mine is more uh, people power, volunteers, people who are willing to- and Which which district is your district? I am uh, 63, which is basically the city of Winsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's, goes kind of to the border of Lake St. Louis along the outer road. A lot road, of people, a lot of doors, a lot. lot of neighborhoods. Right. The good thing is, I mean, our population is high. It's right around 40,000, maybe a little north, but I would say probably a good third of that are children. We have yeah. our average age out here, I think is like 33 or 35 um, for, for our population. So we have a younger population. So we have a lot of younger kids. And um, what I'm finding in Winsville because of the GM plant being here for so long, a lot of our older population uh, are a lot of a lot of Democrats, a lot of old school Democrats, union, mm-hmm. labor, all of those kind of people. And so we're getting people in and we are getting a healthy mix. I think I'm 40. I think people that are closer to my age are probably typically more conservative in this area. But we are getting younger and more diverse people that are moving here, either because of jobs or because they want to be a part of a school district. Uh, some people have mentioned concerns that that was why they moved out here and they're seeing a lot of the disarray and drama. So it's kind of intimidating. So we're just trying to put a voice out there and let them know, like, you know, your child's not going to be harmed. We're not doing anything to them. We want them to have a great education, fully funded. We want them to have access to books. All of these things that are just simple issues, you would think, until they got over-politicized, obviously. Um, so that's why I found our age breakdown is to be so the more volunteers we could have and the more outreach we could get to the 25 and unders, the 30 and unders would be great. Yeah. And that's probably been most of, of what I could use help with and that I wish I had more of. Eric, same, same question to you. What's the thing that you think would make the difference? Hey folks, Adam Summer here. Just wanted to remind you, you can get signed up for our Patreon. You can get links to all of our shows, information about our hosts and what we do over at heartlandpod.com. Sign up for our Patreon. You get extra episodes, extra access. You can also follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and of course on Twitter. We love to interact over there with at the Heartland Pod on Twitter. Just search for us and find the three leaves. Any place you find podcasts or social media will be there. Give us a rating if you can. Five stars. Really appreciate it. And now let's get back to the show. I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously, everyone, everyone says <laughs> that, you know, the usual more exposure um, right. with that, you know, a lot of times money, things like that. Um, you know, I think, and I not just me, but all of us candidates running in St. Charles County, um, 
we all kind of work off of each other. Um, we all, a lot of us focused on different issues, things like that. And our central committee has actually been very supportive, um, a lot more support than I thought I was going to get. Um, and so I don't, I guess it, for me, I, it's all on me. Um, I'm the one that has to be available for people to talk to. I have to be responsive if someone sends me an email or messages me on social media kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel like it's just I wish we had more time. Um, sure. I wish that the primary was earlier. And, and, I, and I think the Republicans would say the same thing. If we had an earlier primary, then we could get, get past all that. And then we could be actually talking to the people. And obviously a lot changes from even from August 2nd to November 8th, a lot changes, but just, just interacting. I think that, I think that would make the candidates better overall and have more understanding of the issues that impact rather than I feel like a lot, sometimes you almost have to like, just kind of make it short and sweet and not really dig into the details. So what about, uh, and I'll reverse order this time. I'll start with Eric. Uh, there's no guarantees in this thing, right? You got to do the work and then folks got to vote and you don't know what the outcome is going to be. So what do you think about, uh, you know, going through this process? Do you see yourself as, I don't care what the result is in November, I'm running again. Uh, have you, have you thought about that? Have you made that decision? Uh, or is that a, a TBD kind of thing? Uh, and am I putting you in a bad position with your spouse? Man, Chuck Todd, I don't know. <laughs> Chuck Todd, oh god, I, I, I know, I know how you guys feel. Chuck Todd, man, that's jeez, I, I don't know. Um, I have much better hair than Chuck Todd, although it's in a hat right now. But I have much better hair. Um, no, I think god it's damn. it's one of those where I've actually, um, and I think a lot of candidates will say this. Um, when you're out there, when you're talking to folks, doesn't matter where you are, if you're at um, a forum or if you're at um, like a, a labor event or things like that, just talking to folks and hearing different opinions. I think that's been the most enjoyable part of all this. Um, and that's really what, what I've liked the most. Um, I mean, like I said, there's a variety of different opinions in my district. They're all over the place. It's very wide open. Yeah. Um, and so not saying that I will or will not, but um, it's been a really enjoyable election um it hasn't, I, it hasn't scared you off from the proposition of potentially no and i think my my election has been po- i've tried to be positive um you know I, i'm different than my opponent but i've tried to just stay <laughs> That's positive <another> statement <laughs> yeah I, I i just try to present myself now um, who's the chuck todd in this conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just that you know, things like that Ooh, you know it happens yeah. like, <laughs> you know, every every race is different, and in our county, you have, you know, doesn't matter who your opponent, it can go a bunch of different directions, even yeah. within the same party. So um, I've had very positive experience, um, and I've been part of other campaigns that have haven't been so positive, sure. um, or or issues kind of thing. But I've had a very positive. I've I've enjoyed it. I enjoy talking to folks about issues and trying to solve their problems. That's why I'm in this thing. What about you, Jenna? Is this a you know, regardless of the outcome, do you see yourself two years from now? Is 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 it not even two years from now? You know, just for the next two years, are you are you running no matter what? I unless someone else steps up, I am 
I am not off the game board for running again. Right now, it is, it's hard. I mean, not complaining hard, but, you know, as the late, great Jimmy Dugan told us, you know, the hard is what makes it great. If it wasn't hard, everybody would do it. Right. So right. I, I, I like, I like a challenge. I don't like to start fights, but I don't walk away from them either. And I know in St. Charles, I, I wish people had a little more faith in us. Um, but until we start flipping seats, they're not going to. So we're stuck in this catch 22 of like, well, we'll help you more when you flip the seat, but we won't flip the seat without more help. Right. So we're all, I think a lot of us understand and, and Eric and I are first timers, but there's some other two timers running right now. I, I think that some of us know, like we're in it to win it. We are trying to flip every single seat that we are running for, but we also understand that our role is to get exposure and to move the needle at the very least. Right. So if we can get that moving, I have two years to recover and we can kind of move our focus. Once this is over, we're going right into school board season. Right. So we have to focus on all of that. So it's, it's incorporating the objective game plan of the Republicans. Get out here, get your face known, get the exposure, help the next people behind you. And then when it comes back around to be your turn, you keep going in. You establish continuity, you establish trust, you establish that you're not a crazy person, that you're not a pedophile, that you're not an insurrectionist. You know, you're just right here where you believe in your core values and you're not trying to alienate anybody. You, you're really just trying to get the work of the people done. And I think if we maintain that of just stay in the course, I think we're going to be more successful than, than I think maybe any of us hope, or at least I hope. So I've also been kind of counting down to 7.01 PM on November 8th too. So <laughs> that's fair. That's like, fair. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for about a year now yeah. um, just because of the redistricting. So it's been a long time. Um, you know, it's a tough area out here, so I'm tired, but not, not quitting tired, just normal tired, uh, good tired. I'm doing right. the work. I'm doing everything I can. So I'm, I'm leaving it all out on the table. And then, you know, we'll see what the voters have to say in November. I'm a reasonable person. And I hope that comes across. And I, and I like the, the mention of, you know, getting into school board season. And, and I think that's that's going to be important for folks is to go, OK, November is one election date. It is not the election date. And that is an important mindset that I think will help not just you two, but all of us across Missouri is to remember that this this is a continued thing. And if you if you stop marching forward uh, because an election happens and it doesn't, you know, if something doesn't go the way you want, that that just means you're further behind for the next one. You got to keep marching forward. So uh, tell folks how they can reach out and help uh, put some money in the coffers or come out and knock some doors if they want to. Uh, Jenna, how can folks find you the best? Hi, uh, my website has my events. I have a canvas coming up next Saturday on September 10th. I also have a trivia night if people would like to attend September 17th out here in Winsville. Uh, my website is upballot.com slash Jenna.Robertson. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Jenna4, spelled out F-O-R-M-O. And those are the best ways to reach me. I have a direct phone number and email on my website and everything else too. And we'll link to that in the show notes. Eric, how about you? What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you to help out? Um, I've got my website is nowikiforrep.com and that's N-O-W-I-C-K-I-F-O-R-R-E-P.com. And then um, I got all my social media links up there, my email. Um, and then my Facebook is nowiki, at nowikiforrep. And then my Twitter and Instagram are at Eric P. Nowicki. So 
find me a bunch of different ways. Excellent. And all those links will be in the show notes. Uh, Jenna Robertson and Eric Nowicki, thank you both very much for your time and uh, best luck out there. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.